Packing for crazy town. Packing for crazy town. Today I'm talking with Shauna home again because we had so much fun last weekend and this time we're talking about the beauty secret we're all in denial about being stung by bees which this entire podcast takes place while I'm stinging Shauna with bees so yeah it is the conceptual intro to a new podcast that I'm going to do with Shauna starting in August called The Shaman's Tech Support. Thanks for listening. So, all right, and so calling in White Owl, my guardian, your guardian. Well, you are Eagle Clan sister, aren't you? <laughs> your Eagle Clan sister. Medicine woman, and so calling in the bird tribe, the winged ones who have a bird's eye view, shall we say, and who have put us together in this life to play and make magic and talk each other off the cliff and and create together, and and so here we are in this very very unexpected place where we are creating this wonderful means of communication sending it out to the vast ocean of of beautiful people out there and in an effort to share some of our wisdom to uh, elicit some laughter and and uh, and maybe even assist some people who are struggling. And so you and I are going to embark on this wonderful new expedition. And so we will raise the mast of this great vessel called Shaman Tech Support (laughs) (laughs) and sail into uh, new territory. And and so we're going to begin this with a sting and we're going to begin this with the help of the bees, the beautiful bees who are so imperiled and and yet carry such extraordinary medicine and it's free it comes from nature and so perhaps if people really understood the 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 depth of medicine of what these the, the venom of the bees could do they would if not keeping bees certainly create bee gardens that would support these creatures and all the pollinators. And so, ah, this is what we're doing, Sarah. Oh my goodness, of course, we're starting with the bees. We're pollinating. We're pollinating. And so, call in every blessing for us as we pollinate with our medicine. And and I got a little venom in me, I'll admit. (laughs) 
so yeah, all right, you say something. It's July 16th. The national crazy is upon us. And after last Saturday, when we recorded a small aperitif, not aperitif, that's my only regret from last week was that I said aperitif, but it's really an amuse-bouche of a podcast. I'm going to sting Shauna with some bees um, because she has made me a believer in bee, th- bee venom therapy. Um, I'm not ready to go there myself, but I'm fully willing to go ahead and go through this because um, part of what we want to do is dig into some ancient wisdom to help offset the national crazy. Here we go. Episode one of the Shaman's Tech Support. Episode seven, packing for crazy town. (laughs) Who can say? It's like a beehive, Sarah, that a beehive, it begins and and then uh, it grows, it develops, and then it swells to the point where then it's time to swarm. And I was saying earlier how a bee colony is like a single organism. And this is how the bees perpetuate themselves. And then the queen bee decides it's time to leave. We need a bigger place. And so she will leave with three quarters of the hive. They will, it's called a swarm, and they leave, they fly out into the air, they gather on a nearby tree, and then they have three days to find a new place. Meanwhile, the hive itself has four or five new queens in cells that are developing. And the first queen to hatch will sting to death the other queens and then she'll begin a new hive and so you're swarming <laughs> you're swarming you am are, i the queen bee in this scenario you are the queen bee this is your podcast dear you are the queen bee <laughs> well this is going yes but going packing i mean the shaman's tech support is going to be our podcast and that's Gosh. and it's going to be short little <laughs> hopefully weekly. I've got a little bit of work that I need to do in the next month uh, of real work. But um, so right now, Shauna lit some Copal because she's out of sage. I mean, what shaman is out of sage? But um, she this beautiful, beautiful Copal, which she is wafting with um, an, a white owl feather. And um, we are just hold on a sec. We're gonna um, let's do this. So I'm describe what I'm doing. I'm, I'm getting there's some bees in a oh so if you want to see a video well actually there's not much to see but maybe there's going to be a video of bees who have no idea what's about to happen (laughs) well okay all right so bee venom therapy this the bee venom itself is highly medicinal and hippocrates used bee venom therapy he was stinging people with arthritis and rheumatism and other inflammatory ailments and uh, so was the physician Galen and and Hippocrates wrote about this Galen wrote about this this is very old medicine and it was long understood actually that beekeepers never got arthritis and also that they Uh, wouldn't get cancer now of course things have changed and we have so many toxins coming at us from every angle so you know things are a little different today but in any case because i have a little uh degenerative arthritis i am told in my spine by my chiropractor (laughs) who did an x-ray last year i am going to get rid of this and bee venom therapy will do it and so this is where I will have Sarah, and then if she doesn't do it, my daughter does it, my teenage daughter, sting me along the sides of my spine 
all the nerve endings attached to the spinal column. If you sting from the midpoint down, you will radiate the effects of the venom downward, the healing effects. If you sting from the midspine upward, you will radiate all the effects upward. Now, I just wrote, uh, finished a book, and, and I published it as an ebook right now. It'll be in print at some point. It's called Honey Bee Wisdom, A Modern Melissa Speaks. And it's pretty comprehensive in terms of its coverage of the medicine of the hive. And there is a, a, a very good chapter, thorough chapter on bee venom therapy. And you can get that book on my website, shaunahome.com. You can download it. So um, let's rock and roll. So I will have you, Sarah, I would actually love it if you could start from the bottom, just sting my lower back today. And so what we'll do is we'll lift the jar. I caught the bees in a glass jar. And there is one there, and, and you know what? I don't know if you're even gonna have to spray it. Usually you spray the bee because they can't fly if their wings are uh, wet. And then just put it on one side of my spine. And, ah, yep, it hurts when you sting, but that's okay. So in it goes to a paper towel that I fold over and I take a book and I just, you know, I kill it instantly because bees, after they sting, they will die in within 24 hours. And I don't, you know, I don't want these beautiful beings, wait, wait, to suffer. There's one right there. Mm-mm, this won't be able to sting. Oh my God, that hurts. Whoops. So Shauna gets one out and then sprays it with a little water. Oh, oh. And then we've got these wonderful plastic tweezers. And the plastic is just easier to grasp the bee. You have to grasp it by the head or the midsection this so that its abdomen is available. And it can deliver, ah, one hell of a sting, and it goes, oh my God, right here, sweetie. Ah, okay, and then I just, you know, there's the book, okay. Last time in episode two of Packing for Crazy Town, we did, we ended it with stinging the bees, but Shauna felt like it wasn't reverential enough to the bees, but I love the fact that we were killing them with Rudolf, Ste uh, Rudolf Steiner book. How to Know Higher Worlds. <laughs> yes. We are sending them off in a higher world. So today we're using the book uh, by Dane Rudyard, uh, the 12 Astrological Houses, the way of creative accomplishment. And so we're sending them off oh, man. back into the wheel. Whoa. Uh, go for it. And so I'm going to do, I'm having Sarah's. It is? Okay. Yeah. I didn't even feel that one. We're going to do, oh God, now I feel it. Oh my God. So, you know, it hurts, but you know what? If you've got arthritis, that hurts so much. And so what you have to do with a chronic condition, you have to make it acute. And so a bee sting creates an acute condition in the area where you've stung. And Hippocrates once said, give me a fever and I can cure anything. And so a bee sting causes a fever in that area of the body. And then the body rushes in with blood and liquids to try to, to uh, dissolve the... Uh, dilute the venom and and it's sending all this blood to that area and so that's going to it what it essentially does is it, it turns on the body's own do, inner doctor it causes the adrenals to create their own cortisol and there are i think 76 proteins in bee venom that we know of uh melatonin Apamin and adolapin are among those proteins, and those proteins uh, are 
uh, in, in just incredible for, for activating the body's healing mechanisms on many levels. And so if you have arthritis, rheumatism, gout, and by the, uh, this will help you tremendously. And I have stung uh, a woman with MS and she was having trouble with her legs and her legs got better and her sleep improved. She, had, she said she hadn't slept in months and finally she was sleeping. And of course I taught her how to do this and she's got her own beehive now and you know she's doing it herself. And I'll tell you that nature has a cure for all our ills. And see, we have been conditioned into what is a commercial system. And so illness is big business. But yet nature, nature has the cure. You know, you just have to be, uh, at this point, open-minded to something that way back in the day, before we were under the spell of this commercial culture we're in, this was obvious. This was obvious, of course, you just, you know, you went outside, you sought out, you, you, people had an understanding of which herbs would have this function and which would do that. Uh, and then the bee, the bee medicine itself is, is just extraordinary. And then honey is high, high medicine. And I cover all of that in my book, Honey Bee Wisdom. So we've had five stings, I wanna get three more. Okay, we're gonna follow Shauna out to the hive. And you know, luckily I think Ted Cruz included bee venom therapy in his addendum to the, um, the hot mess of the national health care. No, I'm just joking. He didn't. I'm pretty sure um, Ted Cruz. I don't even know who Ted Cruz is. Oh, well. Because I don't follow the national um, Now, here's the other thing. Bee venom turns on the serotonin in the brain. Oh, she, is, so, she already is happier than she was like five minutes ago. <laughs> it's, it's amazing, though, for if you do suffer from depression or anxiety, uh, bee venom therapy will assist you tremendously and and so you and by the way the first month is the hardest and let me tell you something when your body goes into let's talk let's talk and sting okay when oop careful don't injure that guy okay okay when your body goes into the responses from a sting where you get the red swelling and intense itching. It looks very angry. So this and, one feels angry. Yeah, yeah and 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 so people. That one's probably gonna hurt. They all hurt. But it's just a hot, peppery burn, and then it goes away in a few minutes. But in any case, Ooh. people think that means they're allergic. No, that means your immune system is working properly. That's a proper immune response. And so, yeah, uh, Doctor. Amber Rose told me that a, a, a true allergic reaction is anaphylactic shock. And so if I am going to sting someone for the first time, I think that you're fine. I have an EpiPen on hand and a bottle of liquid Benadryl. And, I, and, uh, and so if God forbid, you know, you've got to look for the signs. And um, got it? Yeah. Because it, it the, seemed, I took a video. Oh, wait, where'd the bee go? It's not there. Is it on my back? No, no. Are you sure it's not in there? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Are you sure, sweetie? I, yeah, yeah. You got It's one, not, not two, down my pants or anything? Uh, let's check. I don't think <laughs> no? so. All right. Okay. Okay. It looks like I see eight bumps on there. Okay. Yikes. Brilliant. Yikes. Brilliant. God dang. I know. It looks angry and fiery, but... um. It's all good. It's great. Fantastic. And so what we'll do is we'll leave the stingers in now because it, the stinger is attached to a venom sac. 
and that will continue to pump in the venom for five, six minutes. And so I like to leave these in for, you know, 10 minutes or so. Make sure we get all the venom in there. And then we will remove the stingers. And, uh, and then, yeah. And so you do this three times a week. The venom will stay in the body for up to 48 hours. And so it's wise to do, like you could, you could do it Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then take the weekend off. And when you start, you do a test sting first where you sting the knee, perhaps, because that's furthest from the heart. You just do a sting and then immediately remove the stinger. You don't let that venom uh, continue. And you just watch the person for 20 minutes. And essentially, you know, if they're not dead in 20 minutes, you're good to go. I'm joking. Uh, but in any case, <laughs> uh, actual allergy to bee venom is far more rare than you would you would think and charlie moraz who was a beekeeper in vermont who ran who started champlain valley apiaries he stung people for over 60 years and never not once did he ever have to use an EpiPen. and by the way he was cured of uh, horrendous rheumatic pain in his knees and uh, and he didn't believe it it happened so quickly and easily he thought he was going crazy and then and then he did more research and there's another fantastic book. It's an older book by a physician, a Hungarian-American uh, physician in New York, Dr. Bodog F. Beck, and it's called The Bible of Bee Venom Therapy. And he stung his patients in New York. He had an office overlooking Central Park, and he had a beehive on his windowsill, and he would use these modified forceps and just put that in the hive and grab his bees and sting his patients. And he was curing, curing, by the way. There arthritis and rheumatism. Oh, my sourdough's ready, or, or partially ready. <laughs> yeah, Shauna's house is like a temple where sourdough oh. and kombuchas and lacto-fermented ginger soda is always coming out. So. Sarah, come here, just look. This is what the sourdough looks She's like very now. Proud it's risen, and it's so beautiful. Let's see. And so it was in the, the top of the Le Creuset oh, was on. Isn't that gorgeous? Jeez and Louise. So, yeah, so I'm now take it's, a picture of that. Okay, now it's going to just brown for another 20 minutes, and then and then it'll come out, and we leave it for two hours, and then I'll have you know a nice loaf of gorgeous homemade sourdough, just totally different than commercial bread. You don't use commercial yeast. You make your own. Uh, rising agent known as a leaven or levain. Okay. okay. Uh, we've reached, we've reached, I'm, my goal for these is to be about 20 minutes. Okay. And we're at 25 minutes. Okay. Um, we're done. Let's go ahead. So, so this is, this is the conceptual open to the Shaman's Tech Support, a brand new, brand new podcast. And I'm going to set, I'm going to actually talk to people who understand what the back ends of podcasts are supposed to look like. <laughs> and I'm going to set this up and, 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 and launch it sometime in August, but this is kind of what it's going to be like. So, um, could I say something real quick? Um, I don't know, Shauna. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I just wanted to say, yeah, it's called Shaman Tech Support. You know, I, I don't know, what would we call me? I don't really like labels, but yeah, okay. So I'm some kind of a medicine woman and, and what I'm drawn to is ancient. And so I'm about sharing this wisdom and, and, uh, there's a lot of angles, <laughs> uh, to, to this. And so, yeah, this is the start. This is the start of it. And, uh, the bee venom is a, a very potent healing modality and, 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 be and beauty secret. 
And Beauty Secret, okay, well, yes, because you can take a stinger and you can sting your third eye, and we call that Betox. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's, that's to- a totally acceptable Yeah, pun. yeah, and then you can take the stinger, and I'm, I'm talking about, you know, after the bee stings, take the stinger out immediately, put it on uh, a napkin where you can see it, take your tweezers and sort of pick it up by the sack, and then, you know, sort of you know, stick it in like around the eyes, you know, where the little eye lines would be and then where you'd put that disgusting Botox, which I would never do. See, okay, by the way, I don't go to, I call them corporate doctors. I don't, I don't go to them. But also, um, also of the two of us, I'm pretty open-minded. You are. And, and non-judgy about people, because what if someone's listening right now who does use Botox? Who does you? Uh, I would just say, just, okay. just, I would it's say, okay. consider Botox. Okay. <laughs> it's like, it's okay. It's like, remember what Diane Connolly says medicine is whatever helps us live, whatever helps us get up in the morning, you know, set aside whatever old habits and stories we can, and, and honing in on our best selves, our refueling and refining our personal spaceship so we can zip around this quantum soup rewrite our script in the clown car pileup of America, <laughs> which is kind of sort of one foot in packing for crazy town, but also this is just, this is the same thing. It's bridging the woo-woo world and the hot mess. Well, I wouldn't even call this the woo-woo world. I, know, I, I would know. say what we're doing here, we are bridging the wisdom of the ancients yeah. with the hot mess. And I'll just say for people out there who truly are suffering from some kind of physical or mental emotional ailments, when a doctor says to you, you'll be living with this for the rest of your life, and here's the prognosis, and here's how it's going to be, all that person is saying to you is, based on my paradigm, based on my training and what I know and what I'm identified with, this is your prognosis. And so you can take that and say, fine, I'll be part of that paradigm. Or you can say, well, you know what, that's a box. And I'm going to open that box and I'm going to see what else is out there. And, and so I will just, just assure you that there is a great deal more out there. You would be amazed what is possible. And this extraordinary ship that we are in, called a human body, <laughs> is capable of things that uh, we have been led to believe that it isn't. And, uh, and, and it will surprise you. And so that's part of what I think I would like to do is, ah, well, it's like your prayer. Surprise me, baby. Surprise me, baby. Surprise me, baby. Okay, well, (laughs) hopefully we've surprised you. (laughs) And um, there's a lot of things you could be listening to and a a lot of places you could be going to uh, soothe soothe yourself these days. So thank you for listening. Um, You can find out more about Shauna at shaunahome.com S-H-O-N-O No, so how do you spell your name? Oh, for God's sake. S-H-O-N-A-G-H H-O-M-E dot com Yeah, so <laughs> I, I did spell it last week which yeah, is yeah, wasn't yeah, there this week. It. But anyway, and then there's always packingforcrazytown.com You can um, review and rate and thank you so much